are about to hear a life-changing message preached at the Kodesh Family Church in Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In Luke 14, verse 13 and 14, it reads, But when thou makest a feast, call the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and thou shalt be blessed, for they cannot recompense thee, for thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay sets the stage for the upcoming International Sunday. A church service is more than a service, but a blessing. International Sunday is like the service noted in Luke 14, where the master and his servants must prepare. So let's listen in to this anointed word and learn how we can prepare through prayer, fasting, gathering of different nationalities, and evangelism. Be blessed. I was running far 
Hallelujah. By the grace of God, we are here. You are here. Amen. Hallelujah. And we are here for the most important part of the service today. Amen. How shall we hear except we be sent a teacher, a preacher, a shepherd, a servant? Amen. We have them all rolled up in one. So I want you to put your hands together for God. Amen. And the Christ of our Lord and Savior, put your hands together and rise to your feet as we welcome our very own Reverend Cujo Orleans Lindsay. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Come on. The joy of the Lord. Let it show in your move. Those who know your name. Those who know your name. Come on. Come on. I see you. Put their trust in you. There is no other. There is no other faithful God. So loving and true, those who know, those who know your name, for their trust, trust in you. There is no other, there is no other faithful God. So loving and true, oh 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 oh, how I love the name of Jesus. How I love, oh how I love His name so sweet. How I love, oh how I love the name of Jesus. Can somebody go down with me? How I love, oh how I love the name of Jesus. How I love, how I love, how I love. Don't get stuck. Uh, 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 uh. 
Father, we lift our hands as children of God. There are no uncles of God in the Bible. There are no aunties of God, no cousins of God, but children of God. Sons and daughters. That's who we are. And like babies, we stretch forth. Pick us up, lift us up and put us on your bosom, almighty breasted one that you may feed us this morning with the milk of your word, the sincere milk of the word, that we may grow thereby. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, because you are who Jesus left us with to keep us from being orphans. We know we the true, your spirit, spirit best witness with our spirits that we are children of God. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Put your hands together again for Jesus. You may please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. I particularly like the song that Brother David sang. Here am I, send me. Here am I, send me. You're looking for somebody who will sacrifice his life. Hallelujah. You know, the word sacrifice often sometimes makes people cringe a little bit. But you know, the truth is that we are sacrificing every day. Everything that you do has an alternative. Yeah. That's an alternative. When you sleep, you are sacrificing your time to work. Even sleep is a sacrifice. Because if you went for a job at night, you probably will be paid. So you're making a sacrifice. Okay? So don't let sacrifice be a strange thing. When you eat, you are sacrificing. Sometimes you are sacrificing your size. Because that food may be the reason why you put a few pounds on. So where is there no sacrifice? So don't, never be afraid of the word sacrifice. Yeah, okay. So, it's a blessing. But you know, the beautiful thing is that people are afraid of sacrifice because everything we do, we like to be um, rewarded or paid for it. And it makes sense. You see, so everything that usually sacrifice is associated with things, I'm not getting anything for it. I'm not getting anything for it. That is what... We call sacrifice. So Jesus sacrificed his life for us. You know, I mean, sometimes not only are you not getting anything for it, but you actually get insults and death from it. You see? And uh, sometimes even among um, Christians, you know, how many realize that people don't remember the good things, but they remember the bad things? Yeah. You know, sometimes when I look at couples, they say they are going into a divorce. I ask, this is such a beautiful thing. What are they trying to destroy it? And I said, what happened? And it was an incident. An incident. And I tell the people, so you're going to, (laughs) 
paint all the good years off with black and now highlight this one time of evil and define the whole number of years with that thing? I remember people who have left the church go, ah, they didn't, you know, visit me. Or, you know, you mentioned my name in the preaching. So these days I don't mention people's name in the preaching, except Frisiah. <laughs> Occasionally Casey. And today I said Judith. But I've decided not to mention Kelvin. And maybe not Russell. But anyway, what am I talking about? Well, I want to make an announcement that will form the basis of the preaching. You know, now, when it comes to the events, events best significant, the whole life of Jesus Christ centered around his birth and his death. But his life is the biggest deal. Now, in a church, in our church, one of the main events that take place is the International Sunday. Clap for the Lord Jesus. And I know that this year we have been so busy with things, trying to do the Basenta, so Sunday and things. So we haven't really had time to talk about it. So what I want to do is to talk about it in the form of our life, the life and what it needs to do. You get the point. Now, what am I saying? Now, we are all servants of the Most High. Did you know that? We are supposed to be at least. Do you know that you don't come to a church ceremony? You come to a church service. It's called a church service, not a church ceremony, not a church party, not a church. What are some of the words you can use? Gathering or we use all kinds of words, but it is a service. Why is it called a service? Because we are servants of God. We come to serve. Hallelujah. Now, I want to explain to you that it is more than service. It is God's nice way of blessing. Hallelujah. You know, in the book of Mark, chapter 5, uh, from verse 1, I want to read something to you. Mark, chapter 5, from verse 1 through to 5. And they came unto the other side of the sea, unto country of the Gadarenes. And verse 2, let's keep going, verse 2. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. Hallelujah. Who had his dwelling um, uh, among the tombs. Okay. Now, oh, the thing's gone off. Anyway, uh, let me see what verse 5 says. In fact, let's read the story, the account from Luke. Okay, and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret next, and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them, and they were washing their nets. Keep going. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's ship, okay, and prayed him, prayed him. You know how we pray Please, I beg you. It's like, I really need you. I re Jesus was begging, pleading. Simon prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of Simon's ship. 
Now, when he had left speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. Big catch. Verse 5. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and we have taken nothing. We caught nothing. Nevertheless at thy word. Say, somebody say, nevertheless at thy word. I will let down the net. Let's go on. Now, and when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their neck break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both ships. So they began even to sink. May when your sinking is coming, not because of a leak boat, but because of the booty, of the fullness, the blessings of the Lord that make rich and add no sorrow. They began to sing. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. I don't deserve this, O Lord. Hallelujah. For he was astonished. May the Lord astonish you. And all that were with him, everybody around me, they'd be surprised at the drought of the fishes which they had taken. Hallelujah. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. May the Lord give you partners in Jesus' name. And Jesus said to Simon, fear not, from henceforth you shall catch men, not fishes. Put your hands together for Jesus. Now, I just want to explain to you that God's idea is for you to be blessed, to have an overflow. That's God's mind. That's God's reward. Now, the thing, I'm explaining sacrifice. There is nothing like sacrifice when it comes to the Lord. Everything that you do has a reward. But God does not start off by presenting rewards. Anybody that gives you rewards for something is bribing you. Is bribing you. And anytime you have to be bribed, don't look at the thing. It's not drawing on your heart. Yeah. You know? Really, the Bible says that life issues after that. When you look at Proverbs, don't say change this scripture. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. It says that, you know, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Life issues out of the heart. When God wanted to look uh, for somebody to become Cain, when Cain Saul was misbehaving, he went to Jesse's house and he looked, and there were people who were army-type people. He told Samuel, no, not these people. Don't look at their countenance or the height of their stature, for I've refused, rejected them. For God, man looked on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart and said, I have chosen this guy, David, little boy David, as a shepherd boy, because his heart was different. Now, I'm trying to tell you that the word sacrifice that we use, many people, when it comes to the things of the Lord, it's an amazing thing. Yesterday, I was with a very beautiful, a very nice sister, you know, um, you know, which, who, who the Lord, I mean, I really thank God for her life. And then, you know, she was, um, we went and visited her, you know, and then as we're talking, I mean, we really enjoyed ourselves at the visit. Normally, I don't eat at visits, but this time I did. And it was good, brother. And then, you know, I was telling the person, oh, I didn't see you, something, something. And so I was there, but I was there late. And he explained the reason why she was late. She says, oh, because of the distance. And she really lives far. 
And so I really I thank God for her life. Making long trips, spending, burning gas. So I was about to clap for her. But then a question came to my heart. And I said to the sister, oh, I see. The church is far. Where do you work? And then she told me where she worked. The work is further than the church. And I said, have you been written up for lateness before? He said, never. I'm, 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 I'm always early. I said, oh, you're early. Five days of the week, you're early. But one day for the Lord, you're late. I said, oh, I was about to clap for you, but I won't clap for you. Clap for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> you know? And I, I told her that, you know, that's how many people treat God. You get the point? But it was beautiful the way she acknowledged it. I said, no, that's not a good sign. And I've seen that today. She came early. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Now, it's a very powerful example to look at. Now, what I'm trying to tell you is that, you know, men will give you rewards up front. You get on a job, they tell you, this is your salary. That's why you're working. They, you get to um, a man who says, you know, this is your ring. Now, come with me. You get the point. This is the wedding. This is my house. Now, come with me. All those things, they don't call them bribes, but they are bribes. After what is a bribe? A bribe is something that manipulates you to do what you otherwise perhaps wouldn't have done. Without that thing, you wouldn't do it. Now, God doesn't do that because God does not bribe you. God tests you. God tests your heart. God tests your heart. For example, when it comes to the tithe, you say, sir, you bring the tithe and prove me here with whether or not. It doesn't, say, doesn't give you this so that you can do that. doesn't give you this so that you can do that. Anybody who wants that to do this. I don't like relating with such people. Charity is what we have. I would say God is love. That word is charity. Charity means doing something without expecting anything back. Yeah. It's, that's why I said love is a confusing word. Because this is, I don't even know what it means to say love. But charity is a better word. Giving to somebody. I always say that stepmothers are maligned in this world. But in heaven they will sit at higher places than biological mothers. Because stepmothers did something for people who are not their own. That's charity. Most of the time, they are misunderstood. They are maligned. They are spoken of in a bad way. But if you want to serve God, you have to think of sacrifice. You have to make yourself, I am do I'm going to get nothing out of this. That heart is so beautiful to the Lord. That heart that I'm doing this for the Lord. You know, one time I got my wife angry. You know, normally she gets me angry, but this time it was me. Don't tell her I said that, you know. And then, you know, I don't cry with my wife. My wife cries with me. I'm sure when she gets the microphone, she'll say the opposite. But you can choose your pick. <laughs> anyway, I got her irritated, as most men do. Men are very, very irritating. Very some way. They blame the ladies, but it's usually the men. And then she, it came to time for food. Surprisingly, she cooked my best food for me. And I was trying to see whether it was to spite me or she meant it. So when she brought the food, I said, please, can you sit down and feed me? Then 
She brought the food and started feeding. I said, ah, that's not enough. Can you put uh, a babe, handkerchief, neckerchief on me before you feed me? She looked in my face. I didn't like the look, but I decided to press on. Then she went and picked the napkin off and put it there. Then I said, okay, so start feeding me. And she looked at me again. She picked up the food. As the food was coming, she dropped the food again. She shook her head. And she looked up and said, Lord, this thing, I'm doing it for you, not for this man. <laughs> With that, she picked the food and was putting it in my mouth. I couldn't swallow it. <laughs> I said, this woman is such a Christian who looks up to God. I'm not getting anything from him, but I'll do it for you. I'm only getting a bad behavior from him, but I'll do it for you. That is a Christian. That is a Christian. That is a Christian. Put your hands together for Jesus. That I don't do things. A Christian is the person who gives to the beggar who is not likely to reward you. Not the person who brings a present to the pastor so that you'll be prayed for. Charity. Now, let me tell you something about this guy, Peter. Peter's behavior was nice. He had come. Look, we have issues, eh? Most of the reasons why we don't do things for God is because of the issues we have. We really want to. Today, I was speaking to a certain sister. I said, look, I've got a new job. And that new job is very exacting. That's why you don't see me these days. I smiled. I told her, don't be some way. Don't let your job be a curse. She said, yes, daddy. You see, don't let any, not even your husband should stand between. Anything that makes you stop what you were doing before that thing came. If you're doing something for God. You know what an idol is? Idol is anything that's in the place where God used to sit. A replacement. Anything that does that Amen. is an idol. Yeah. I mean, you got this new beloved and you stop paying tight. That's a, an idol straight away. Mercy, mercy. Help us, Lord. You get, went and got this new car. And because of that, you stop, you know, bringing people to church. That's how there are different forms yeah. of idol. Now, what is beautiful about this guy, Peter, is that Peter never, he had tough and got nothing. Instead of going for another job, with his friend, he said, no, my boat is washed. I'm going home. And Jesus calls him, says, can I use your boat? And Peter, without question, just says, okay, no problem. He says, whose is it? It's for me, Simon Peter. And then Jesus has the audacity, has the audacity to tell Peter, you know the guy has caught nothing. And he said, push the boat a little bit into the water. This time, not for fish, but for my service. That's a tough one. Amen. That's a tough one. Wow. You know? How in the morning there are issues, there are problems. You don't feel like moving. But then you have to go to church. Right. Then you have to get up and read your Bible. Get wow. to get up and pray. Got to do it all over again. Meanwhile, that the day before was not good. I mean, if you are that great. Why do I have an empty ship? But he pushed that empty ship. 
and caused Jesus to preach on again. Amen. And then Jesus finished. He didn't even lay hands on Peter. He didn't mention Peter in the message that this, this building, this new microphone came from Peter. <laughs> That's why I can preach louder. He didn't mention people because they have done rehearsals. They've created the atmosphere. They cleaned the place. Didn't mention. But Jesus finishes and then says, Peter, hey, man, what do you say? You say you're a fisherman, right? You're a fisherman? You're a fisherman? Okay. Go back to take the ship. The same ship that I used. This time, go. Fishing again. The Lord uses your failures of the past to surprise people Amen. with great success. Hallelujah. Yes. Gives us wisdom. And then Peter explains, Lord, I have toiled all night and I've caught nothing. Nothing. But I like the word nevertheless. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless. In spite of that, nevertheless, at thy word. Someone say at thy word. At thy word. Someone say at thy word. At thy word. It's time to look up to Jesus yes. and not your circumstances. At thy word. Hallelujah. And then he cast the net and look at the miracle that happened. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, over the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. we will have to do the at thy word thing. Okay. Amen. What am I saying? It's going to be a time of soul winning, a time of prayer, a time of intercession. Amen. There's nothing promised us. Wow. Only his word. Yes. Only his word. Now, there are many people. Bible says in Luke chapter 2 verse 49 that when they found Jesus Christ, Mary and uh, uh, Joseph, Jesus got lost and they found he was in the temple. and all. They asked him, what have you done to us? And they told him that, did you not know that I must be about my father's business? Yes. Yes. Oh, clap for the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Today, I just want you to know that over the next two weeks, there's a father's business. Okay. And I decided I need to discuss the father's business with my brothers and sisters today. Amen. Amen. Because not my father's business, only your father's business as well. Yes, yes. And Jesus discussed the father's business. So today, I just decided, let me discuss this International Sunday business with you. Okay. It's not a normal Sunday. Amen. It's a Sunday that is a banquet. Yes. And the Bible says, are you hearing what I'm saying? We hear you. It is the father's business. Yes. Peter was brought in to help the father's business. Amen. And the Lord rewarded him. Wow. But he did it from his heart. Yes. Nothing promised until he finished the work. From the heart. I want to see what the Lord will do for you when you finish Amen. the work. Amen. And in the book of Luke chapter 14, you know the Anakazo story from mm-hmm. verse 1. Luke chapter 14 from verse 1. The Bible says over there in Luke chapter 14 from verse 1. Can I do it myself or somebody will help me? Over there. And it came to pass as he went into the house of one of the chief Pharisees to eat bread on the Sabbath day. Behold, there was a certain man before him. Yeah. Oh, please. Verse 2. Though there was a certain man uh, before which had the dropsy. Keep going. And Jesus answering said to the Lord, Pharisees, is it lawful to heal on the, they asked, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? Jesus had healed somebody. And they held their peace. And he took the man and healed him and let the man go. Keep going. Amen. And answered them saying, 
Which of you shall have an ass and all that? But go to verse 14. Let's jump and go to verse 14 so that because of time, we don't spend too much. Uh -huh. Verse 14. It says, when you are... Okay. Uh -huh. Go back to verse, verse 15. Go to verse 15. Amen. Uh -huh. Good. When one of them, one of these Pharisees, Jesus had healed. They said, you shouldn't heal people. We are busy. This is a Sabbath day. We are doing Christians. We are doing religious. We came to church for a purpose, not for healing and things. When one of them sat at meat with him, heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Amen. The bread of the word. The bread of the word. Jesus yes. is the living bread. So anybody who is spiritual. You remember Jesus Christ, when Satan told him, convert stone into bread, he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. The alternative bread spiritually is the word of God. Amen. So Jesus says, anybody who feeds on the word of God, that's bread in the kingdom, they are blessed. Amen. Then he explained further, verse 16, by a parable. Then said he unto him, a certain man made a great supper or a great feast and he bade many, watch this, and sent the servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, come for all things are now ready. Please, I'm, and they all with one consent began to make excuse. The first one said, I have bought a piece of ground and I must needs go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. The second one said, I have bought five yoke of oxen. You can see people are busy, yeah? Everybody's busy. Yes. And I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. The third one said, I have married a wife. And therefore, I cannot come. You know? So, the servant came and showed his master or lord these things. Then the master of the house said, in an angry tone, said to the servant, Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes and the cities and bring in hither the poor, the maimed, the halt, the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as it has you have commanded. And yet there is room. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. Amen. Hallelujah. For I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. Now, what am I talking about? What am I talking about? In the past, this is a feast. The International Sunday is a feast. It's always a feast. That is one of our best services ever. That is one of our most beautiful services. That is where we celebrate love. Our diversity yes. in love. That Unity. is International Sunday. We have about 15 nationalities in the church. Wow. And on that day, we converge together to make beautiful a feast. And I, it is coming up. And that is the time, you know, many people, especially in Memphis, people are used to church. It's like church as usual. It's a routine thing. Even some of us here are used to it. We come, we take it so casually. You know, That's it's right. nothing. We don't write notes. We sit down. It's nothing. But when you're in the office, the attitude is different. So there's a certain routineness about church and about Sunday. It's but the Bible says, Jesus said, no, 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 no. Blessed is the one who eats bread on the Sabbath. Wow. It's a blessing. It's an active blessing. Amen. And therefore, there are so many people that normally, when you invite them to the kingdom, and he told these people, Jesus told these people, invite people, they'll make excuses. But go beyond the excuses and go to the byways, to the hedges, to the cities, to the bridges, to wherever, the maim, the halt. Yes. 
and bring them in. Amen. That my house may be filled. He was not even talking about the physical house. Because Jesus Christ said, you know, in my father's house, there are mansions. Yes. Uh, and I go to prepare a place for you. Yes. Okay. Where I go, there are mansions. Yes. Now, you can see that he's talking about the kingdom, eating bread in the kingdom. It just happens that the church is a channel for the kingdom. Therefore, you will realize that Jesus is expecting us. Jesus' hands are us. Bible says Jesus is the head of the church. Amen. The body of Christ is the church. And so he's expecting the hand to move. He's expecting the leg to go. And over the next two weeks, this command is being explained and expressed and manifested. And the usual thing that we do is that we get together like his servants. His servant was sent. Like a Peter. I need your boat. I need your strength. I need a little push here. Everybody will be required for something to make it work. The reason is that, you know, when we use this, um, this, this channel mm -hmm. of outreach to people, yes. they see something that is not church as usual. Yes. I mean, bring the, the design, bring the, even the, 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 the flyer. When you see the flyer, that is the day that we celebrate our diversity and Bible says in heaven, there will be different tongues. People yes. with different tongues will be speaking. Different languages and all. And so it's time to celebrate that. And on Amen. that day, that's when people, we celebrate people with their different clothes. People in Jamaica dress in Jamaican yes. outfits. They play Jamaican music. Yes. They dance Jamaican dance. Yes. People in the United States, uh, you see, that's when you see the real <laughs> dance. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes. And then you see real American music. People from um, Gambia, you see their traditional song, their traditional dances. This year we are doing something special. This year is not just a simple parade, but apart from the different um, things that we do, are, the different foods. Mm -hmm. I mean, people, I, from, wow. if, if you come here and you eat, a lot of people say there's, you know about jollof? Yes. It was only yesterday that I found out that jollof is also, I thought it was only Ghanaians who make jollof. Yes. And somebody told me that Nigerians also make it. Yesterday I found another country. Now, when jollofs compete, you can actually sample everything and see that there's quality and there's quality. Yes. That day you eat bread the in the house of the, of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. It's the best of the best. Amen. But you see, it is not when you, you see, this is beautiful. These are some of the services we've had. And it's been so beautiful. And it is, look at them. Look at them. Look at the birthday girl. Look at that. Look at the Nigerian flag. You see? Wow. Look at, don't come alone. Clap for the Lord Jesus. This is nice. Hallelujah. Now, the master prepared. Bible says that he prepared a feast. Uh -huh. I don't think the master did it alone. He had servants or people he counted. It's on the 18th. Yes. Two now. Who prepared the feast? So it is always an important thing to do a preparation. Okay. Okay. And that day, I said a special thing is that when people are coming, instead of just parading, everybody will come with their national wow. dance for just two minutes. Wow. Can you imagine Americans dance for two minutes? Yes. Ghanaians dance for two minutes. Wow. Nigerians dance for two minutes. Wow. Ivorians dance for Jamaican, the Haiti people dance. It's it's just going to be fantastic. Hallelujah. Yes. Just two minutes or one minute, and then 
people will be awarded some wow. prizes, wow. and after which we will celebrate it with some food from different, different nationalities. Wow. It is something that when you advertise to everybody, say, wow, I will be there. Yes. I will be there. You know, people don't have sentiments for Christ until they can be rewarded. Mm -hmm. And I understand because you don't catch a fish without a bait. This is geared towards the unbelieving. It's not a Christian-centered. As for Christian-centered, we can have parties every day. Last week we had party, we had cakes, we had all kinds of things. But this is geared towards the world. Bible says Jesus came to seek and to save the world. Yes. And real Christians have to think about that when they have an opportunity to win souls. Especially when an offer like this, a prepared party is coming. We can't waste it. So yes. I found it necessary to use this sermon to prepare our hearts. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. How do we prepare? Bible says that when you go to a strong man's house, you do not take his spoil unless you bind the small strong man. It takes preparation with prayer. Amen. That's true. Amen. Number one is prayer. Prayer. Number one is prayer. And it's not one person's prayer. It's not one person's prayer. Because the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 18 and verse number 19. It says that if any two of you shall agree about anything they shall ask, it shall be done for them of our Father which is in heaven. Do you get that? Now, what does that mean? Sometimes when I really am in a... You get somebody, a partner, to agree with you. And Bible says, I use this cross. If two of you shall agree on earth, touching anything, anything that you shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Amen. Do you get the point? Now, when people are sick, for example, we have prayer chains. So it is time when you really want answers. That's why we have prayer partners because of this scripture. Because it's a promise. And believe me, when two people come, what is the reason why when two people agree in prayer, something happens? It's the next verse. The next verse in verse 20 says, For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Who's this? Verse 20. Amen. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Hallelujah. So what do I Amen. mean by that? Oral, what I'm asking is that, you know, we have our Bacenta groupings. We have Matthew. We have Mark. We have Luke. We have okay. John. What a blessing. Amen. Now, what we're going to do is that we're going to take one day each and intercede for the next two weeks. Okay. Stand together and Amen. agree and intercede for souls. I know normally you intercede for money. I know you intercede about your job. I know you intercede about your children. Yes. Not a problem. Not a problem. We will pray for that as well. But this time the intercession is for souls. Souls. Amen. This is a spiritual church. Heavenly currency. Wow. Church. True church sermon. Amen. Now let's come together and pray for souls. Amen. Bible says that on that day in Acts chapter 2, the day of Pentecost, the disciples gathered together in one accord and they prayed. And supernaturally, the Spirit of God came down. And their works gave birth to 3,000 souls on that day. When Christians Amen. gathered to pray about souls yes. with the Holy Spirit's presence, wow. many souls get won. There are people who are bound. There are people who are in distress. There are people who need deliverance. 
There are people who are distressed and frustrated who need Christians not to sit in church and enjoy parties, but like the master said, the Christians who go to the byways and the hedges and win souls. Amen. Therefore, prayer is the first thing that you may use to bind the strong man. Amen. Therefore, we're all going to... So on Mondays, the Matthew team, the Matthew team will be praying from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. And after that, the shepherds and the leaders, they will gather, you know, one person takes two, one person takes three, in the course of the day, whatever hour it is, that's personal. You also pray. The prayer topics will be listed. The list will be out. And then whatever prayer that was prayed in the morning, you and your shepherd, you and your basenta leader, you also find a day, a, an hour that's convenient. Maybe 6 p.m., maybe 7 p.m., maybe whatever. But in the morning, you all get together as Matthew. But in the course of the day, the shepherd Amen. gathers with his basenta people and they pray. Is it a good idea? A Put good your hands idea. together for the Lord. Hallelujah. That's for Monday for Matthew. Then Tuesday will be for Mark, same thing. Wednesday will be for Luke. Thursday will be for John Group. Amen. Amen. Now, let me see those of you who, are, who belong to Matthew. Give me a wave, Matthew. Wow, that's a lot. What about Mark, Mark, Mark? Okay. Which of you belongs to Luke? Give me a wave. Luke, wow. Then finally, John. Wow. Beautiful. So that is the announcement. And then on Friday, you know what we're going to do? Friday, we're going to meet from 7 to 9. I have done over the last week, I've seen that people are now used to Zoom. So this Friday, we'll do Zoom prayer from 7 to 9. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Okay. Amen. But next Friday, we will be here by yes. God's grace. But I'll explain that to you. I'm just giving you the plan for this week. Amen. So that's going to be the plan. Please. At 5 a.m., don't sleep. Come on the Zoom and let the prayer be there. And then your basenta leader will send the list and will give you a call. And you will tell them what hour is good for you, for your personal one. And then they will arrange it with you, your basenta leader and you. Those who are in my basenta, I will also call you. Hallelujah. And then we'll do that. And it's going to be a beautiful thing. That is for the prayer. Okay. And Friday, we will meet also all of us. We'll meet in the morning from 5 to 6 and pray. And then in the evening from 7 to 9. All on Zoom. No in-person this week. Next week will be in-person. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, what are we going to do in terms of practically how to win the souls? It's going to be everybody that you meet one. Okay? Because God is going to send people your way. Amen. Now, the different nationalities, because it's different nationalities, we're going to also get together. Everybody in your nationality that you know, you tell them we're having an international Sunday and therefore I'm inviting you. You know, yesterday I did some visitations and when I went, somebody has already planned the people that they are bringing and I thought that was really cool. Amen. Somebody had already planned the food that they are going to cook and things like that. It's a blessing. Preparing the party for the Lord. So I would like all the different nationalities, you know your leaders, last week I showed you your leaders. When your leaders call you for a meeting, so that's another, so the prayer is one part. Now, the physical preparation. One is the nationalities getting together and organizing themselves to know what they're going to do, what food, what they're going to wear, what dance. It takes organization, planning, and preparation. The Bible says in Proverbs 21, 31, the horse is prepared for battle, 
but victory comes from the Lord. In other words, even before God's victory will come, there requires a preparation. Hallelujah. Many people who don't prepare, they fail to prepare, they prepare to fail. Yeah, I mean, I don't go into an exam without studying. It's when I finish studying, then I sit down and I ask God, Lord, people have studied, but they failed. This time, give me victory based on this word. Because the horse has been prepared. Now, victory, let it come. Amen. So, we need to prepare as well. Yes. So, the different nationalities, you know, year after year, we've done that. Some of you don't belong to any nationality. Somebody will approach you. What's your nationality? And things like that. And we'll get you in to be part of the preparation. We are preparing a feast for the Lord. Amen. Like Peter used his boat for the Lord. Amen. And you know how much he caught fish. Hallelujah. Now, first of all, the prayer that you prayed, it's like you are not praying for yourself. You are praying for souls. Yes. Praying for others. Let me tell you one secret. And I've told you this several times. In the book of Job chapter 42, verse 10, Bible says, Job had a lot of adversity. But when Uh Job prayed for his friends, his own captivity was turned around. And God gave him two times what he had before. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Sometimes the best way spiritually to really make an impact on your needs is to deal with the needs of others. Right. Because the Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive. Hallelujah. So that's why we are praying for people. And when it comes to the organizing of the nationalities, when the Jamaican leader calls all the Jamaicans, please respond. When the Gambian leader calls the Gambians, please respond. When the American leaders call the Americans, please let's respond and gather. And today, I am asking that, please, let's have little meetings like that after church. And even plan what we're going to do. Okay. Yeah. Even plan what we're going to do. Because it's a great feast. It's a feast where it's not a normal we spend so much money for what is it for a party no for souls for it's souls. an investment into yes. the souls of the unsaved amen remember before you got saved a grandmother prayed for you a friend has prayed yes. for you somebody interceded for you it's somebody true. came and reached out to you i'm telling you honestly yes it didn't happen just like that no somebody has to bible says that the Lord said, I am looking for somebody who will stand in the gap and intercede for my people. Amen. But I found none. Therefore, I poured my wrath on the people. But when you find somebody, then the Lord retrieves them. Yes. Satan is in the business of preventing people from seeing the Lord. So you need to pray and we need to organize such things that attract people to the Amen. Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So that's a very important thing about the gatherings. About the gatherings. And finally, the outreaches the outreaches now the outreaches can come in various forms but what we are doing we're going to separate it into two okay one is the college outreaches the student outreaches the other one is the city outreaches the college outreaches we are doing it at university of memphis from 11:30 on saturday to 1:30 it's a beautiful thing. We've tried it. Last week we were there to test it out. Two weeks ago we were there to test it. It's a beautiful thing. Amen. Students respond so well to these things. And over the years we've seen that when we've gone with our... We're going to even make a, a little tent and show even what the International Sunday is about to win people to Christ. And when they come Amen. we talk to them. 
So 11, so I am asking that Matthew and Mark do the student evangelism at the University of Memphis. And it's at the UC. You know the UC? University Center. Oh, please, put your hands together for that plan. Amen. Okay. Then the city one, we are doing a health fair. And one of the areas has invited us. He's given us, a, they've given us an open ticket, open check. Wow. That anytime we want, we've had a health fair there. They were really happy. You know, Ionis campus. And we're going to give you the address. Please, if you have the address, let them put it across. But what we're doing is on Saturday. So there are going to be two outreaches on Saturday. One of them is the outreach that is from 11.30 to 1.30 at the university. Why 11.30 to 1.30? Because that's when they go to lunch. On Saturdays, they're usually in their room. Lunch, they come out. They go to the restaurant. So there's a food court at the UC. That's where we stand and we win a lot of souls and draw people to Christ. That's why 11.30 to 1.30. Amen. Amen. Then at 4.30 to 6.30 or 4 to 6.30 is the location in the city. What is the area called? What? Binghampton. Binghampton. But we'll get you. It's for it's for John, Luke and John. Luke and John. Luke and John centers. Okay. So Matthew and Mark, John, we will be going to where? University of Memphis. And then Luke and John will be going for the health fair. Wow. Now, there's nothing that prevents you from going for both. But if you go for one, that's fine. And then we'll provide all the resources that are necessary. The shepherds are going to gather today and provide all the resources and things and we'll let you all know about it. And it's going to be a real blessing. Wow. So these are the three levels of preparation. The spiritual preparation being the prayer. Amen. And you know the prayer, it's not, we call what's, what's something called the variegated fast. You decide to fast on the day that you're supposed Amen. to pray. Amen. Fast on the day. If it's yes. your day is Monday, just fast. And then join five to six and then your basenta leader is going to be with you. And then whatever. And then on Friday, we all do it together. And then we come and we, we meet again in the evening to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. And then the second, the fiscal preparation is the nationalities that will gather. So after church, please, the different nationalities, let us gather. Um, Devonia is going to tell us the names of the different leaders and the nationalities that will come together and then we'll gather. And then the outreaches are already set up on Saturdays. Hallelujah. Now, in addition, there are some people that have not been in church for a while, which we're also going to win them over. You know, Jesus Amen. Christ said in the book of John chapter 6 and verse 39, he said, this is the will, Father's will. Uh, you are putting the leaders already. Oh, this is the address. Okay. Luke and John Bas... Okay. Good. Luke and John Bacentis are the Eastern Heights apartment. Wow. 281 Johnson Circle, West Memphis. Yes. We will put this on your platform so you will get it. That's where we'll hold the health fair. Okay, and then the Matthew and Mark are going to be done at the UC. Okay, now I was telling you that Luke chapter 6, verse 39, the Bible actually talks about the Father's will. Okay. The Father's will. Amen. It says, and I'm talking about the people that we are going to, those people, you know, because of COVID, many people in person and all that has become an issue. Many people are on Zoom, many people are lethargic. God is going to use this. Amen. Our prayers and the grace of God and the Holy Spirit to draw people. Amen. We should not forget. It. We should not forget yes. about our own members. So the pastors, we're going to also concentrate on our members who have not been around, who have almost fallen off and things to also draw them. Amen. Because of this scripture. 
John chapter 6, verse 39. He says, and this is the Father's will, that of all that he gave me, I shall lose none. Okay, and this is the Father's will which has sent me, that of all which he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should actually raise it up again at that list. Again, wow, again. again. The word is again. Yes. The word is again. again. The Father knows that there are some people that when they are brought to the kingdom, you have to go for them again. Yes. Paul said, my people of whom I travel in birth again, that Christ be formed in them. You know, so that is what we call follow-up. That we call retention. And everybody that we bring, our idea is not to just entertain people, but to retain people to the kingdom. Because Amen. at the end of the day, God is looking to save people from the kingdom of darkness into his kingdom yes, of his dear yes. And it is my responsibility, you know, to let you be aware of the opportunities. How many want to take advantage of these opportunities? Amen. Hallelujah. I do. I, yeah. do. I know this is not the usual sermon you would like to hear because this is family thing. It doesn't matter. But if a church does not think about souls, then it's a dead church. It's true. Yeah. Any or a dying church. Yes. Any time that you reach, Jesus Christ set up the church to win souls while he was there. To intercede and to win souls. And if the church stops, life in the church is finished. It's true. Hallelujah. So I'm challenging all of you. Tell somebody you are being challenged. You are being challenged. Amen. Amen. And now I want, as you get involved, I want you to see this scripture in the book of Proverbs chapter 90, verse yes. 16 and 17. The blessings of people who serve. Wow. Joe, I mean, the book of, 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 of Psalm. Psalm 90, Psalm 90, verse 16 and 17, the final. That's your blessing as you do this thing. Watch this. Psalm 90, verse 16 and verse 17. It says that, let your work appear unto us, your servants. Let your work appear unto your servants and your Amen. beauty upon his people. Isn't it? Uh -huh. So, let your work appear unto thy servants and your glory on their children. Let me tell you, wow. anybody that, that's... Friday, I was here, they were praying, and the Lord showed me this scripture. He says that when the work of the Lord, no, no, verse 16, when the work of the Lord comes to his people. Yes. Like this work has come. Uh -huh. Everybody is being given an opportunity to work, to do some work for yes. the source of the Lord. It's not, it doesn't end there. Just like Peter. The work of the Lord appeared on Peter and his boat. What happened? The Bible says, and his glory will come upon the children. Wow. You know? Nobody's life is long enough to keep the blessings that the Lord gives you for your service. So you see in the Bible, David was told, I will give you the sure message of David, even your children. David, God liked him. He served him. He says, I found my servant God, Joe, uh, David, and with my holy oil, I've anointed him. And after that, he didn't leave it there. Saul came to, Solomon came to take over and he said that nobody the throne of David will be there for life and he will bring people all the time from David's lineage. Even Jesus came from that lineage. Amen. What am I saying? What I'm saying is that the Lord, when you serve him, he yes. blesses and blesses your generation. Yes. Amen. When I look at my children, it is perhaps the service yes. of the Lord that is causing them to wow. do what they are doing. Glory I am counting on the blessings that will extend to your children. Amen. May your children be blessed. Amen. May they not be wayward. Amen. May your children do better than you Amen. did because of your service to God. Yes. And he says, 
it goes on to the next and may the beauty of the Lord appear wow. unto his people God also brings his beauty, beauty upon us wow. and may he establish the works of your hands Hey. As you do this, Amen. As you do, God establishes the work. Amen. Bible says God blessed the works of the, the hands of Job, yes. and His substance increased upon the earth. Wow! May the Lord bless the works of your hands. Amen. May I the Lord anoint it. the works of your Amen. hands. As you serve it. the Lord, may the work of the Lord appear unto you. Amen. May His glory come upon your children. Yes. May His beauty be upon you. Yes. Sometimes I you see it. somebody. And the beauty of the Lord, the goodness of God is upon the person Amen. because of the service that he rendered. May God bless you. And I pray that everything that has been outlined, you will also connect to it and the Lord will bless you. Shall we rise to our feet? Put our Amen. hands together for the Lord. Wow. Oh, hallelujah. Rise to your feet and clap for the Lord Jesus. Please put your hand on your heart. Put your hand on your heart. Yes. You know, I am very blessed with what is coming. And we're going to have flyers that we'll give to you that you can share with your people. By the end of the week, all those will be ready. And it's going to be on the platforms. It's going to be physically there. Lift up your hands and let's pray. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, yes. I commit your people unto you. What a blessing it is for brethren to dwell together in harmony. Your word says, for there the Lord commands the blessing even life forevermore. Amen. I pray for revival to come yes. to your people. Amen. I pray for purpose to come to your people. Yes. I pray that you will anoint wow. this vision yes. as we move forward and we rally ourselves. Bless your name. people. Yes, Lord. Bless your people with the Shekinah glory of Amen. God. And their children will shine yes. and do well. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And you bless our the hands, the works of our hands. Yes, Lord. I pray for souls. Yes. I pray, oh God, that you will knit our hearts together in, the name in this of vision. Jesus. Not just for International Sunday, but beyond. beyond. We will work Hallelujah. together like Peter. We will speak and say, nevertheless, at your word, we will obey. Amen. Thank you for the blessedness upon your people. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, if you are here and you don't know Jesus as your personal savior, you want to give your life to Jesus. This is your opportunity. You're on Zoom or you are here. You want to rededicate your life or you want to give your life to Jesus. Yes. Jesus came because of you. If you are here like that, I want you to lift up your right hand. Hallelujah. God bless you. God yes. bless you. Father, touch her. In the name you are here. You want to give your life to Jesus. You are here. Just lift up your hand wherever you are. Hallelujah. Lift up your hand. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, walk up to the front. I want to share a word of prayer with you. Just come to the front. I want to pray for you. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Your hand is lifted up on Zoom as well. I want to pray for you. Amen. Please, let's all say this. My dear sister, God has touched you and will make Amen. a difference. Close your, lift up your hands and say these words after me. Please, congregation, let's join. Yes. Say, Almighty Father. Almighty Father. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. But I surrender my life to you. But I surrender my life. That you to will you. forgive me. That you will forgive me. For all my sins. For all my and sins. And wash me. And wash me. In the blood of Jesus in Christ. In the blood of Jesus I Christ. I believe. I believe. Jesus is the Christ. Jesus is the Christ. The Son of the Living the God. The Son of the Living God. He died for me. He died for me. And God raised him. And God from the dead from the dead by this faith confession by this faith confession i am born again i am born again i am a child of god i am a child of god please write my name please 
write my name in the book of life in the book of life and fill me and fill me with your holy spirit with your holy spirit in jesus mighty name in jesus mighty name amen wow weren't you blessed by that anointed word of god come join our services this and every sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on Zoom at meeting ID 934-809-4313 or in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.